Who is Drunkle Jizz again? It's Wiz <laughs> Jensen as a drunk Wiz. uncle. Oh, okay. But his name has become Jizz Wisconsin, and we yeah. combined Jizz. Drunk Uncle into Drunkle and gave it his real name. Jizz Wisconsin and Big Titty Jackson. <laughs> Drunkle Jizz requires like 10 minutes of exposition to explain how we arrived. Well, there was that time that the, it was at the top of our show notes and we swapped the first yeah, letters. And then... it, takes, it takes so many, it takes a long time to explain most of our dumbass It, take, it takes week. a long time to get from Wes Jensen to Drunkle Jizz. Yeah, it is like a bunch there's of a, steps. There's a lot of steps. <laughs> it's like, that's how we get to most of our Star Wars names. So, there's a, there's so a progression. Many steps. There's so many steps. This is why we're not getting new listeners. <laughs> <laughs> they tune in and we're like, oh yeah, Drunkle Jizz did this thing. And it's like, who? <laughs> Turn off immediately. Yeah, especially if it's like in the, the very opening sequence of the episode, for example. <laughs> All right. So next time. Well, oh wait, hold on. Oh, I'm sorry, listeners. Um, I just realized that this episode is actually going to come out on April Fool's Day. And I know like last year we had that like Wraith, Padron, and the year before that, I know we, we is had- Is that when we read the Panera menu? <laughs> no, that was like three I years think that ago. was. I think that, that, was, that was like something else. That was my like, crystal was star fast. or something. That was when know. we did the crystal star, um, but it was fake. April Fool's season. <laughs> Yeah, the whole yeah. Um, but like we don't have it in us this year. This is no. going on year number two of the pandemic, and um, and that's, that's what I call the pandemic. Why have we not been calling it that? <laughs> the pandemic. <laughs> um, and like every episode of ours is a joke. This so is this has even, all been a joke. Why even bother? <laughs> Everything you just listened to was a big joke. Yeah. yeah. So, so next time we're going to be reading Alphabet Squadron, Victory's Rise. <laughs> I forget the name of the book. Oh God! Like I said, no, I called joke. it Shadowfall like, on a live stream today. I said we're reading, we're reading Shadowfall. We're not. Like, like Meg said, we are tired. Yeah. <laughs> it's been it's been an episode. Yeah. Uh, Alphabet Squadron, Victory's Prize, chapters eleven through thirteen. And with that, this is Rogue Padron signing off. Pash out. Leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher. No, don't leave us a review on Stitcher. Just leave us a review on iTunes. It'd be very nice. You can listen to us on Stitcher and FeedBurner. Yeah, just give us stars (laughs) wherever you can. Please. You can subscribe to us on any of your favorite podcatchers. If you want to know more about droid solidarity movements, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash roguepadron. Our website is roguepodron.com and our email is roguepodron at gmail.com. If you want to send an answer, well, you should send an answer to our weekly question to our Twitter at roguepodron. There's no reviews. Give us reviews. We're so hungry. It's been so long since we've eaten. (laughs) Really? All right. This week's question. Who would be... No, I'm reading the wrong question. This week's question. (laughs)
<laughs> you have so few jobs. Keith, you've said so few this episode. Like, this is all you have to do. <laughs> Literally have one job. <laughs> this week's question. What is the stupidest thing that can... How do I say this? Candained. That's how I just Candined say it. Candained can do. Candined can do. Can, can, look, I need to think do. about this one. I definitely I do need to think about this one. I definitely yeah, I need to think about Listen, this one. Listen, honestly, Candine, Candide has already offered up their blood to the statue. Yeah, like, how can, you, I, yeah. How can you go stupider than what we already just discussed? Like, Right. <laughs> Um, oh, oh! I'm sure there's a way. I'm sure there's a way. Yeah, I don't want to hear. I'm it. gonna have to think about it because, like, after the blood, I just went all the way. Like, there's nothing else that they can do <laughs> that can yeah. be worse than this. Truly, <laughs> yeah. And I think if we, as we've seen in this episode, there is, there is in fact worse. Oh God, that's not fair. <laughs> Things can always get worse. A rogue Padron story. Oh boy, who's getting Bodies tonight? Yeah, I think I'm I gonna was... get my glistening buddy to Bentham's icon. Hmm, yeah, that's fair. that was a really good answer. I'm going to um, give mine to Yubsy. Always a solid choice. Yeah. Yubsy always has such smart answer. <laughs> I I agree with Jay. I feel like he kind of was targeting me with that one. Yeah, totally. So Jay's getting my Bodhi. <laughs> I'm going to give it to uh, Connellberg because I love a pun. <laughs> I'm going to give a partial glistening Bodhi, perhaps just the leg to dinner leader. <laughs> Just for finally responding. Just yeah, like again, Why the leg? League? Which league? It doesn't matter. I'll pick one. Oh, okay. Well, one of them got burned and one of them didn't. So yeah. Oh wait, no, they both the, got burned. Bodie? They both. They oh, both got Bodie blown up, Danny. Oh, he graduated to a Bodie. Great. No, uh, mm-hmm. all of Bodie got burned. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then and then Bodie, destroyed yeah. utterly. Oh, yeah. Bodie, I'm sorry. Bodie is ash. <laughs> Rip to a good one. <laughs> Bodie is Ash? Wow, Ash, you're Bodie? You know what I mean. (laughs) Not you kind of Ash. Um, This week we got a bonus fic from Yubsy. Uh, Five times Kanan's pheromones were a problem and one time they weren't. We will... We knew, like, Yubsy is apologizing. We... There's a reason we called you out, Yubsy. Like, we knew this was going to be the result, and I'm not and, disappointed. Yeah. I am no. so thrilled. Yeah. This is this is what we were expecting. This is what I'm going to open that link for later. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, link the same. Especially we, we will link it in the show notes. It's a five plus one fic, which I love that stupid fic outline. It's such a stupid outline, but I love for, it. Yeah, for those who don't know, a five plus one, like it can, I've done it in different numbers, but it's like, it's kind of short snapshots of like five different times something did or did not happen. And then the last one is like the one where it did. Um, and it's always like, I'd usually see them when it is like romance fics, right? Like, the five times that Daichi proposed- Five times proposed... someone almost kissed. Yeah, the five the times- time they did. Yeah, Daichi proposed to Suga and the one time Suga said yes. And it's just like, ugh, thank you for this. <laughs> I love a good five plus one. You Sign know how it ends. You know it usually ends well, which I also appreciate. Listen, you've got just the right amount of like angst and tension, yeah. Yeah. but it's, you know going in, it's going to resolve itself. Right. So it's great. Oh, it's so great. Thank you, Yubsy. <laughs> thank you. Uh, dinner leader said, apart from cast and Don, which is just too easy of an answer, I think the worst babysitter in the galaxy would be Tobias fucking Beckett. He'd just <laughs> toss the baby a blaster to defend himself and sit around drinking and making other people's pain all about him. So when I read 
Tobias Beckett. I was like, that's not a Star Wars character. Yeah, I was like, I is that forgot? That's a part of the Caribbean character. I was like, is that from the Hunger Games? <laughs> I thought Pirates of the Caribbean. I mean, Woody Harrelson was also in the Hunger Games. Right. Completely <laughs> blocked from my memory. No, I'm sure he was in Pirates Nobody of the Caribbean. He wasn't in Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean is such a Woody Harrelson type genre, though, isn't nope. it? Nope. He's not in that. He's mm, not no, in he's that. Not sure. I'm sure. I have a I have an MCU sure. podcast <laughs> and somebody brought up Enfys Nest today and I was like, who the hell is Enfys Nest? <laughs> oh no! Sounds like a <laughs> fake name. Ash, the ghost of like... leader is going to murder you in your sleep. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking like, Sorry, change you've got to make in your brain when you talk about the different, different it's fandom. It's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard. I was like, that's Star not No, no, that doesn't sound great. I don't remember them from Avengers. <laughs> Spar said Cornhorn would be the worst babysitter because he is often caught between expressing love for himself in a mirror, having him ignore the kids and boring the kids with tales about his father and how he's apparently a pilot. Cornhorn also- a pilot and not a babysitter. He's also ready to die at like the drop of a hat. So <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah. Hundred to one chance that like there's any sort of safety situation. Cornhorn yeah. is dead. It's like, I will throw it- myself in front of a bus for these kids. I will it- die for them. Like the bus is four streets away, Corn. It's fine. Cornhorn sits the kids down and is like, tell me about your dad. Your dad's alive. Does he love you? Let's, let's talk dads. Let's talk. Dad. Do you think he'd adopt me? He sounds like a good dad. My dad died <laughs> in my arms. <laughs> We're like, Shut up, <laughs> we know Corin. <laughs> you told us. He'll also like tell them about how slender Mirax is. For oh man. Oh slender. Uh, Jay said first. Thank you, Saf, for defending Palpatine's babysitting skills. <laughs> You're yes, welcome, Akis. I don't remember doing that, but you're welcome. <laughs> a little dark. Second, I think Corrin would be the worst babysitter because any child would remind him of his dad and then he'd go off thinking about his dad for hours and forget that he was supposed to be babysitting. I also feel like everyone saying Corrin Horn here is forgetting that he lost his wife for months and decided to go train in a je- with the Jedi to find his wife who was missing. Yeah, he's like, right. those kids go missing and, and so, the parents come home and he's like, I got this. Just give me seven to nine months and I'll have your kids back. Playing, I'm playing the long game here. I gotta he go also, deal with Exactrin's ghost. He also, if I remember correctly, like his children do not like him. They like hate him. He did some like, something oh. fucked up happened to those kids. Oh I my God, I didn't realize he had kids. What a surprising who would, revelation. Who would like Corrin Horn? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> yeah daughter's name but valenhorn is the is the boy god if you name yeah. it to valenhorn you're just valen valen dad valen valen valenhorn valen oh, sounds like one of those like cool modern friends, day like... white people names Ho-ha, yeah with a y maybe valen yeah v-a-l-y-n valen valen uh odie said pre-leia han would be the worst babysitter what a mess of a bachelor that's true yeah he would just no dump lie. the baby like on, on Chewbacca. Would also be quite a bad baby. Yeah. No lies detected. <laughs> <laughs> and also during Leia Han would be a very bad yeah. babysitter. Um, considering how much Kylo Ren hated his dad, 
I don't think we have to put a time qualifier. I mean, okay, look, it's not babysitting when it's his kid. No, <laughs> that's but the like, problem. Han saw and he it, still sucked at it. <laughs> right, like if you can't take care of your own kid, how would Let's, why would you be motivated to take care of somebody else's kid? Because you can pay for it, maybe. In defense of my garbage man, Han Solo, that wasn't entirely his fault. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't. It like, and was. what we've seen of him being a dad of being, he is a pretty sweet dad. That was more, now I'm going to say it's a 50-50 split on Han and Leia kind of equally fucking up with that one. But yeah. 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 And the whole, like, legacy. Like, there was a lot. I feel like there was a lot contributing to all of that, honestly. <laughs> Kid didn't stand uh, a chance. No. Bentham Zykon said, dirtbag teen Chas Nachedek. She'd resent being told what to do, have no tolerance for the foolishness of children, and take them to cult meetings, suicidal starfighter drag races, or both. So she'd be the cool babysitter, but her parents would hate her. Terrible Chast- babysitter. Chasta Chaddock is what like your parents thought you would turn into if you listened to rock music. Yeah. The, kid, <laughs> the kids will have a the kids will have a great time, but this is what yeah. my parents kept expecting me to turn into, and I never did. So. And Will is the like not in a bad way. Lost. They weren't like worried yeah. I would turn to it. They just expected it, and it didn't happen. Uh, Yubzi said, "While I first made my name in fandom, proposing that the rogues and wraiths make poor babysitters, they're probably middle of the road. For worst, I can see Din deciding it's a good idea to have Grogu watch a slightly smaller <laughs> baby, and that ending quite badly. We <laughs> do have evidence of that. Yeah, we've got <laughs> that's pretty Din solid." Is- Dude is just like, he's 50. <laughs> he's 50. He's, he's 50 years old. <laughs> yeah. He's middle-aged. He can... I, I think I think what would happen is, like, Din would be like, Grogu can watch your baby to parents that he has to, like... Grogu is a great situation. baby. He yeah, knows how to be a like, baby. Grogu is really smart and very responsible. It'll be fine. <laughs> I want to cut him in the baby's mouth. <laughs> I want to cut to the Mandalorian where Din doesn't like process that Grogu is a baby. The only information he has is that he's 50 years old. So he spends their entire two seasons like treating him like a middle-aged man. <laughs> it's like he's like, oh, 50. <laughs> How's it going, old man? And Grogu's like, <laughs> He's like, yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> and he just assumes he just like doesn't understand the language. And he's like, all right. It's just, yeah. It's just like, yeah, all right. He's oh, like, look at this down. little old man hopping around. <laughs> His joints are sore. No so wonder old. he's like that. He's so really? You want me to? You want me to pick you right? Like, you want me to pick you up? You're okay with this? This is co- okay. I'll pick oh, you the, up. Like the old man. Okay, it's a little himself. bit weird, but sure. <laughs> old man shit himself again. It's time to change the diaper. <laughs> It happens! It happens. It happens. happens. X-Wings in History said, worst good guy babysitter that you'd actually go to is Wes Jansen. He teaches your kid really great life and moral lessons, but then your weird kid is going to try to act like Uncle Wes for the rest of the week, and they're going to be insufferable. Yeah. Who is Wes Wes Jansen? Jansen? I never heard of him. I'm unfamiliar with Wes Jansen. Must <laughs> must be related to Wiz Jensen. Okay. Yeah. Wiz Jensen gives off like Jizz Wisconsin. Drunk, drunk, <laughs> drunk uncle vibes. He does. He gives off big drunk uncle vibes. Like he'll play, he'll play vibes. Smash Bros, which was the family barbecue. Drunkle. <laughs> That's why they call him Jizz Drunkle Wisconsin. Jizz Drunkle. <laughs> old, old, old Jizz Drunkle. <laughs> old Jizz Drunkle. Old Jizz Drunkle had a 
farm. No. <laughs> don't go to his farm. No. It's a bad farm. Don't put your kids there. He's not growing family-friendly plants at no. his farm. No. Yeah. Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm the fanboy said. Yariel Poof would be the worst babysitter. Oh, did you drop your ice cream? Must be the will of the force. And then just sits there smugly eating a cone with so many scoops, it's level with his head while the child cries. <laughs> That's such a poof That's so rude. That's so uh, Yariel Poof though. Bullying babies an, an with ice cream and war crimes. I feel like Yariel Poof crime. would take the ice cream out of the baby's hand to teach them a lesson. You're like, oh, it's the will of the yeah, force. Exactly. Yeah. I'm hungry. It is give, Yeah, it, if you were a stronger baby, all. then it this wouldn't be a problem, but it's the will the of the force. The will of the force. I hate Yariel <laughs> As you should. This long-necked war criminal. <laughs> Stealing ice cream from children. On the fanboy said. No, we just read that one. <laughs> we just did. Again, I gave a second quick answer. Tom actually only submitted one Usually. this week. Like, yeah. props. I'm proud of you, Tom. I'm proud of you. <laughs> We should give him a listening said, Bodie when it gets around to listening Bodies. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Raising Fangirl said, oh, this is easy. Jackson, not the comic version, but his action figure. That face would scare every single child. <laughs> also, it's just an action I figure. Just look- <laughs> That's I like if like, okay. was your babysitter. <laughs> I knew it was like, actually. I was like, this character is not ringing a bell, so I Googled it. It's the and green it is bunny. exactly what I was thinking it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's the yes. green bunny. It has. Oh a yeah, black that extra figure, figure is scary. <laughs> it does have a black series figure. People think love of, Jackson. Think you know who all... doesn't have a black series figure? Every so woman and person of color that has ever been in Star Wars. <laughs> but if Jackson do, the Green Bunny has one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I bet if they made one of those women like a hot bunny lady, she'd have so many figures. Jackson Lola bunny in Star Wars. <laughs> Lola yeah, Jackson. I want, oh I want nothing on Jackson to change except now boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Not Same Meg, face. Meg, Big titty Jackson. I'm on it, Meg. ETJ. Thank you. Is Drunkle and Big Titty Jackson? Okay, that is. I want that comic series. That sounds like a band name. I would have come up with. That is the only. That is the comic series i would read for story that could be a future rogue potter kickstarter i would buy I see, single i see danny issues. writing down an episode title i think i would buy, <laughs> I would buy single issues an option. for that comic <laughs> dylan <laughs> said there are so many options of worse babysitter in the sense that the kids would be unsafe but in the sense of the kids being safe and loved but allowed to run absolutely amok and actively encouraged in chaotic behavior? Geode. Yeah, that's true. Geode yeah, would just let them do what they that want. That is a solid answer. Yeah. I see what you Oh, I get about. it. Because he's a rock. Yeah, the answer rocks. Uh, I have no more rock puns. I'm sorry. That was it. Yeah, what are other that's rock it. puns? We used them all earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> Donaldberg said, worst babysitter, Hohas Equish, aka Runt. He'd allow too much horsing around. Oh. <laughs> I, honestly, you could say right that, there. but you know Runt would be a great babysitter. He would be like, a really good babysitter. He'd though. be a really good babysitter. He's he would, so good at organizing like, activities. He's the only one of them I would trust to watch my Yeah, I would trust Runt Equish <laughs> with my babies if I had any babies. I would trust. Runt with my hypothetical children. Did I call him Runt Equish? Oh my god. You did. You did. You know, Runt Equish. Yeah. Uh, 
kicking things off with Hassan, my choice for worst babysitter would be Geode. Psych, only kidding, zany face. I think that may be copied from <laughs> Zany face. Zany face. My real choice would be Darth Maul because mm. his methods of babysitting will consist of teaching the Sith code and hate for others that wrong him like his master and Kenobi. Yeah, that's bad actually. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Dylan. I would. Considering um, considering what we saw of Maul like kind of babysitting Ezra and Rimmels, this would not, not go great. well. Not also, great. in Dylan's defense, I think that they would very much agree with this consensus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, did we answer this question? Yeah, I did. I, I said did. the ghost of Exarch. <laughs> yeah, I think that was the only answer that was given. Yeah, y'all didn't. Yeah. I mean, Mine anyone be. from Alpha Squadron who isn't whose name doesn't rhyme with Bill Mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah, Kairos would be a terrible babysitter. Yes. <laughs> Ezra Child. Bridger, he'd just like put Sit. a kid on top of a space whale. You, you will never see your child again. That yeah, child is a different true. dimension now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or or you like come back and your child is thirty years older, and you're like, what happened? <laughs> we went dimension hopping. The world between worlds. It was great. Yeah, I was just gonna say this has now made me think my answer is the world between worlds. The worst babysitter. The worst daycare that lives within the world between worlds. <laughs> yeah. Never send your kid there. No. It's <laughs> but also the droid Dio because it's really not. Um, it's really small. Developmentally appropriate for a droid to be telling a kid how they should be feeling at all times. Sad. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All sad. That's really true. Wait, is your answer making you sad, or you're saying that the the answer that's, to that that's what Dio is sad. does? Sad. Yeah, should be feeling that, sad all the that, time. That's what Dio does throughout all of Rise of Skywalker. Is the droid is just like oh. Oh, sad. I was thinking ITO. No, Sorry, no a little droidism one. going on here. Too many needles. Too many needles. <laughs> I mean, ITO. Also yeah, ITO would be a terrible babysitter with all those needles. The Imperial Torture <laughs> Droid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last week's question was who would be the worst babysitter in the Star Wars galaxy? Victory's Price, aka the Toll of Triumph. Chapters 9 to 10. <laughs> Last time on Alphabet Squadron. Tricked into flying again, Erica Quell did her best to chase the Deliverance of Spiders away to avoid casualties in an asteroid field. After digging through robot guts with major embarrassment soaring keys, she is sent off on a secret mission in her Sith ship. Chasna Chatter gets into trouble once again, but it's not as bad as people have actually told Hera. When they engage Shadowwing at Chadawa, Chas baits Quell by yelling at her over the open comms. And when the Sith ship jumps away, she follows Blyam. Nat Tencent is doing his best to look after Will. He's trying, okay? <laughs> Will Luck has a moment with Chess after thinking Quell was trying to shoot him down in a fight. He's also doing his best, okay? Kairos, now aware of Quell's current sta status of alive, seems singularly determined to find her. When Quell jumps out of Chidawa, she joins Chess in a blind jump. Colonel Twat Soren Keys aboard the Yadis orders Madrigas who he'd initially received over Imperial Frequencies an invitation to join Sloan's fleet, but his people are now enemies, determined to protect Chidawa to the best of their abilities. There will, of course, be casualties, but Keyes is now used to these kinds of tragedies. He gives the order to Cinder Chidawa, entrenching the tour forth within the boundaries of the ring, safe from the radioactive energies. The captain is not here. He's doing karaoke with a very chalice. Every week, I'm just increasingly <laughs> impressed with your Sloan <laughs> paragraph. I, your Sloan... <laughs> Queez. 
A little quiz? It's a little quiz. It's a little quiz. Did you think I'm that Meg said your little quiz? <laughs> well, okay. Look, we had these little, we had these little like little squishy lizards here at some point. I don't remember, like from like a two dollar store or whatever. Wait. And wait, hang on. No, 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 no real lizards. Let the magic. No real flash. lizards. <laughs> okay, little squishy like plastic lizards from the um two dollar store. Yeah, like that. <laughs> and on the because it's like some cheap like knockoff. Lizard. And so you're saying squeeze lizard. It said quiz lizard. Yes. <laughs> so you said quiz. And I was like, oh, yes, the quiz lizard. Yeah, I would absolutely know about that very specific. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was so confused. I was like, oh, it's the quiz. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I would know all about that. Thank you for I enjoying to- my Kezia soliloquies. <laughs> I used to collect those as a kid, little like rubber lizards. Oh, you had a quiz so fun. They're fun. <laughs> I, and I the fact that some. I had one within reaching distance <laughs> probably says a lot. I have some, <laughs> I have some tiny lizards. Um, Who among us? Who yeah. among us? All right. Part two, elements of a malevolent equation. Jesus Christ, shadow song. <laughs> <laughs> I really love We're how not much he songs makes... anymore. Nope, no more songs. He makes them. Um, the chapter titles match these parts. It's so good. Ugh. Okay, but I just realized the other night that like he is literally naming these song t- these chapter song titles, which is what I do when I write really cheesy fanfic. And I'm just like <laughs> Shadow Son, everything I learn about you is like pushing Are you me- the secret undercover Shadow Son? No. Yeah, are you? No. No, make right stuff that's too nice. I, I would yeah. Just, yeah right. I can't do that. <laughs> Ray, like, if, if we suddenly get a coffee shop AU in Star Wars. Ray, or at least. <laughs> that's no Meg's ghost writing. Ray, like, and I, like, Nath wouldn't have, like, rolled off of Will immediately after he fell on top of him in Chapter 5. Like, it'd be very yeah. different. Yeah, yeah, there'd be a lot of differences. It's lot, guys. Like. Right. There would be some like internal monologues. One italicized O has happened already somewhere. Like mm, I love that italicized O. Oh, it's such a good. Yeah, it's good. It's a classic. Classic. Chapter nine, a moral prioritization of objectives. Mm. Which sounds fine. <clears throat> sounds like titles Quells? of someone's <laughs> memoirs. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Quell's memoir. Yeah. Hmm. And um, just Quell. No unnamed. real people that I know or am. Just just Erica Quell. <laughs> no or am. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, Danny. <laughs> okay, Danny. <laughs> Quell's unnamed cis ship drops out of hyperspace. She should give it a name. Into the barren Nitalik. Nitalich. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know you just started, but I swear you said cis ship and not cis ship. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like... Quell's unnamed jizz ship. No! It's going to be a cis ship. It's going to be a sausage sizzle. (laughs) Okay. Into the barren Nitalik system with a dozen barren planets orbiting a green sun. And I really want Dark Sapiens, when he eventually listens to this episode, chime in on how realistic that is. I mean, it's just, it's all about how your eyes perceive certain wavelengths, right? Yes. Yeah. Sure. It's physics. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's physics. Really, any sun can be any color, depending on what wavelengths your eyes are choosing to perceive it at. Yep, sure. Yep. <laughs> Quell's passengers have been silent the whole way, and they hopefully haven't he- heard Chess's transmission, because Quell hit the jamming as soon as she could, but uh, it's probably fine. It's 
probably so I read that and now I, I like I feel like an experienced freed reader because I read that and it was like so they definitely heard Chaz's transmission yeah <laughs> it's like yeah no they definitely heard they know One, they know 100 yep. percent yeah if they don't know that will be a plot twist I've become very good at freeding yeah uh, nice nice I'm proud of you advanced like, freeding there it's like reading but I don't remember freeding <laughs> She's less sure that Keys didn't hear Chas's message. So going back might be dangerous now. But then again, by the time she gets back, Sindula might have destroyed the Yadis and it won't be a problem anymore. The longer there are some there are some um equations going on here. <laughs> some uh malevolent equations even. <clears throat> Where the longer Shadow Wing survives, the more of Chidawa will die, and the longer that Quell's life will be in danger. But on the other hand, if Keys dies before she can finish her mis- mission, she might never actually have answers to any of this. All that she can control is the outcome of her mission right now. So she makes a course to the seventh planet, a frigid world that half thaws during the day and refreezes at night, which sounds nice. Lovely vacation spot. And it is not Ilos, whatever it is, the fucking Jedi one. It's not that. <clears throat> she goes uh, back, out back, to check on the people who've come with her. Got Agius, Agius Rickton, who'd imprinted on her for whatever reason, who used to work for Devin. <laughs> the word Devin. imprinted is so That's funny. literally the word Freed uses, which is very funny. Just right, but it's so around. true. He's it's basically so a little duckling. Rickton. He doesn't yeah. know what he's doing. It just makes me just think just of keys. <laughs> 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 oh no, Rickton's a werewolf. Wait, does that make... Wait, does that make keys Bella... And then Quell no, because... is the daughter. Oh god, I hate no, this is bad. We're moving on. We're moving on. Frat Raider. Frat Raider, her old rival who had offered her spice and then cried a bunch. Nord Candine. His name, I keep forgetting his name is Nord. That's so Nord. funny. Nord Candine. He is here and he's a bit much as per usual. And then there's two nerd. others. <laughs> and there's two others that she knows least well, Gila Britvin and Alcor Miro, who was an old guy who tried to retire three times before Endor. It's a big oof on that, buddy. It's like yeah. Akbar. Yeah, I was like, I was about to say, yeah. Akbar knows about that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> a lot of people have been there. Quell will sacrifice every single one of them if she has to. She briefs them briefly. <laughs> Sorry. Ah. Uh... <laughs> Sometimes I come back to my notes and I'm like, what have I done? <laughs> what have I done? I often write Rogue Podrot notes like right before I go to sleep. So we, as you should. we as can you tell. Should. As I should. Um, DN949A used to be the Empire's tertiary fueling post and chemical processing facility in the sector. But after indoor, the 1600 droids with fifth degree intelligence or better, what? rose up and overthrew the military and i have two points to make about this measuring their intelligence like that seems like not great for droids um secondly the empire really needs to be better at coming up with names no they're terrible at coming up with names yeah just well, maybe, letters and numbers or some to really be fair okay now shit. i'm like yeah maybe the droids it. named it because it does sound like a droid name actually i mean the kind of the chimera is cool that's a cool name i like that name that's thrawn specifically that's he's true. not the empire yeah that's fair <laughs> um, so now the droids flare. yes so now that the droids extra <laughs> i'm giving up here no <laughs> now that the droids are allowed <laughs> let me talk about the droids no <laughs> now that the droids 
they've set up a society, kind of. Um, there's less than 500 organics, who are mainly humans, and they haven't been driven out. Now they're working for the droids. The droids send visitors into fuel and stuff because they need credits to better establish themselves. Um, Bretbin wants to know why they're not fighting at Chidawa, and Quill reassures her that they will t- return in time to join the fight. Sure they will. Keys has ordered this mission, which is why they're on it. She wants to tell them that they're all worried for their friends, because it's true, uh, but all she says is that it's classified. They're here to solve an engineering problem, which, sure, these people here, they're just her backup, and if she gets killed, they all fail. I feel like the time we're spending away from Keys makes Keys a more threatening villain than the time that we are actually spending with him. Because, like, here you're seeing that there are five people in this ship who are, like, Erica Quell says, Keys said we should do it, and they're like, great, no further questions. Like, <laughs> yeah you're seeing sort of the impact of him as a leader whereas when we're actually seeing him he's just such a weenie he's such a weenie he's a cat he's a cat man (laughs) (laughs) yeah he hides his little cat ears under his imperial (laughs) (laughs) the ship lands on dn949a and they head out together they look ramshackle and ill-prepared wearing whatever they could scrounge up that wasn't imperial with barely any weapons they're completely unlike the old shadow wing Kandine quietly asks her if the orders have come from above Keys. She remembers that Keys had told her that Kandine had been unhealthily obsessed with the messenger. So she tells him that the orders have indeed come from the Emperor himself and says Operation Cinder takes many forms. Tell no one. And he's like, oh yes, okay, okay, cool, cool, great. Like <clears throat> He's so thirsty for that little robot statue. <laughs> he I'm, loves that robot statue. I'm glad he's so stupid because it helps get him out of the way. Yeah. But he's so fucking stupid. He's so fucking stupid. <laughs> this fucking guy. Was it from above Major Colonel Keys? And it's like, yes. Whatever you Yeah. Want to think if about. that's what you want, sure. Yeah. Right. Yep. Oh, <laughs> you dunce. Half a kilometer out, they finally reach the outpost, which where they see a lot of droids and very few organics who are keeping their heads down. Um, where the platform merged with other piers and overhanging catwalk had once supported an imperial flag. Now the cloth was burnt and tattered and someone had painted a message in bold letters across the catwalk. No meat, no masters. No meat, no masters. Oh, you got the <clears throat> remnants of the Dren gear here. But I want them. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. That, everything you want to say there is bad. It's bad. Danny, I'm going to go back to muting. I'm going to go back to muting. You're going to go back to muting? Muted. Frau Raider isn't really impressed by all of this, but Miro replies that the droids aren't wrong. I, I actually grow fonder of Miro throughout this chapter, honestly. <laughs> like, this old guy is sick of this shit. Quell wants to be done with this place, so they go to find their specialist. She imagines the Emperor laughing in her head. Kraken informs the Spazoom call <laughs> that they're closing in on the Western Reaches. Nath knows that he's lying. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, <laughs> the do- yeah. Spazoom yes. is definitely a thing. Yeah. That you had to say. We decided this last week, didn't we? Yeah, I think that was some, we some didn't, time. We didn't call it Spazoom. <laughs> but it's Why a does it sound call so it dirty to me? <laughs> it, yes! It, like, both as a sound effect and as like it a sound. like what a Pikachu is going to say when it's having an orgasm. I don't know why. No! Oh, I no! I don't like that at all. I don't like that. No, oh, <laughs> me just pulled out a very angry looking. No, that's the <laughs> a face. very distressed <laughs> Detective Pikachu. This is Detective Zoom. Pikachu depressed singing the Pokemon theme song. Well, okay. when's the last time Detective Pikachu went to Zoom? Maybe that's the problem. Zoom. Nope. 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 Kraken. Uh, Nathos Kraken flying though. Somehow, I guess I don't know what he's lying about. Honestly, yeah. I feel 
as useless at all of this like reading political shit as well as um so nat's like oh yeah i know what's happening and i'm like i don't nat, i don't <laughs> the deliverance has had to withdraw to the edge of the chidawa system just to get enough internet signal to even see the briefing though it's not great signal so everything's kind of like pixelated and blurry kraken is extremely confident that the imperials haven't noticed him coming or if they have obviously they've noticed him coming um they haven't relocated their fleet nath knows that hero can see the lie as well He's not totally sure why he's here, though he thinks someone specifically asked for an intelligence officer, and he's the best they've got now. General Rhea is here, as is General C. Fleshit, and our Botham pal Admiral Horote. Horote. I don't know. Horote! Horote, who we decided was Bothan. Um, yes. Yep. <clears throat> Coruscant remains untouched. Troyth had shown them... <laughs> Troy had shown them how much urban warfare sucks, and Coruscant has an even bigger population, so they're really not keen on that. Hera sums up their position right now. The Tour Fourth is cindering Chidawa under the protection of its rings, and now that they don't have a Death Star, the Imps have gotten very good at improvising planet death. Nasha Gravis, Adan's protege, asks Hera if they'll lay siege to Chidawa once they've defeated the Tour Fourth, considering the Imperial factions not aligned with Shadowing haven't been fully uprooted. Hera hopes that the government will surrender peacefully given the circumstances, but if they don't and she must, she will take the lead when Shadowwing is defeated. Neth nods at Gravis and he thinks he sees her smile at her hologram dissolves. Dramatic reading. Uh, wow. Oh no, I just realized this is my fan fiction. <laughs> Did you put my fan fiction in there? <laughs> I'm deleting that. That's not there anymore. Nobody saw that. Seth tweeted fanfic on main. <laughs> <laughs> Worse than Danny. Inserting <laughs> <laughs> my fan, my Halo fanfiction to a dramatic reading. Let's read it. Let's fucking yeah, let's read it. it. No, it's gone. I deleted it. It's gone. It's gone. Stop it. Wait, wait, we can undo. Okay. Uh, don't oh, undo yeah. it. No. Sam, we can go into ver. We can go into version history. Last like version, we can get yeah. this back if we no, really no, no, want. No, 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 no. I will. I will lock the document. Down. Google Docs doesn't forget. <laughs> anyway, it's an actual dramatic reading. The war keeps going, Will said as they exited the conference together. Sindula had stayed behind to consult with Akbar and Chancellor Mothma. Nath gathered that the trio had been together since the rebellion's early days and took no umbrage at his dismissal. I wouldn't be so sure. Kraken knows where the Empire is hiding. Can't be long now. Will frowned in an expression Nath had learned to interpret as apologetic. Not according to the Elder Kraken. Nath shrugged. Oh, his people haven't absolutely confirmed it. They're waiting to exfiltrate some embedded agents, maybe. And he definitely won't say it over the comm, no matter how good our encryption is. But they're not on the verge of locating the Empire's base. They've got it. They just need to decide what to do with it. He expected the truth to buoy Will's spirits, but the youth only nodded thoughtfully as they marched down the corridor. Is what to do with it even in question? Will asked. Not in the long view, I suppose. Then the war keeps going, Will said. Despite his sober tone, his lips described a cynical smile. Nath laughed. (laughs) I hear you, brother. He felt a pang of, what was it? Pride? Guilt? Will had been tired of fighting when they'd first met, but he'd never been so jaded before. We need to get you on break, even a few hours. As soon as I can, I'll get you, get you an intel mission. 
will pick some dingy planet where news of Endor hasn't spread, and you and me will let the locals know the galaxy's free of the evil empire. Innocent fun, a great celebration. You have the time of your life. I've been through it before. Bill said, and his smile softened. Riot Squadron went on a whole victory tour. Pretty fantastic until it ended. I'm serious about a break, though. Better we don't wait until the war's over. Experienced commanders burn out of, burn out coping with half of what's on your plate. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't appreciate. Thanks, Nash, for calling us out. <laughs> I feel very called Ooh. out. <laughs> I'm in this photo and I don't like it. Did you ever burn out? I mean. Nath heard it as a joke and answered in the same spirit. I made a choice not to worry about the things troubling you. It wasn't true, but it was Nath's habit to play the role of carefree pirate, more than any other, more than hero of the New Republic or dangerous thug. It was an easy role to slip into, even unintentionally. But in reality, he'd worried plenty when he'd run his own crew. He'd spent sleepless nights figuring out how to discipline them, how to train them, how to keep them alive. If he hadn't worried at all, he'd have taken over Will's position on Troyth. Hell, you could have taken over Quell's. He debated saying as much, but Will had already moved on. I can't talk long, but there's something I wanted to ask you. It's about Chas. Na- Nath grunted. <laughs> They'd heard nothing from Chas or Cairo since the battle. I remember. Good pilot until she went AWOL. Such obsessed with our squad leader, or with our old leader, but that's nothing new. Pardon? Will broke his stride and looked at Nath. Forget it. If you're worried about her, I'm not sure there's much we can do. Odds are she's in one piece wandering hyperspace. Could be back in the hour once her search becomes hopeless. That's the thing. Will glanced down the corridor and lowered his voice. She's always been impulsive. And maybe she'd gone after Quell regardless. But she hasn't been the same since Cerberon. Who has? He waved off the objection before it could come. The difference is she went through her stuff alone. I know something messy with those cultists. Exactly. I tried to talk to her a while back, and I didn't handle it well. General Sindula went to her, too. I'm worried about her. Really worried. And with everything happening, I haven't had the time. He trailed off. Nas could practically taste Will's self-recrimination. For what it's worth, Nas said. I don't think she's as serious about the cult as she pretends. But you want me to sit down with her for a chat? I might as well. Thank you. Really, thank you. Nath shrugged. Not any trouble. You straighten out Kairos and we'll call it even. (laughs) Will laughed, though his shame wasn't gone. That's a whole other subject. And I've got a planning session with Flair to figure out our next approach to Chadawa. We'll take that break together when the chance comes. Sure. Nath said. Ah, so, like, like, hold on. Nath is like, oh, Will, you need to have a break. And then starts talking, we, we will go on this break together. We are going to have a go have a good time. And I'm like, Nath, I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, Nath is straight up Meg baiting you. Yeah, 100%. You think he calls Will brother as a defense mechanism? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yep, brother. <laughs> yeah, we are just bros being bros. Brother, you're my yep, brother. Just bros. We're just brothers. It's fine. Going sitting in the hot brothers. tub five feet apart because we're not gay. Not gay. <laughs> <laughs> and Will's like, but I, but I am. But I am gay. I'm hello. Two gay. bros chilling in a starfighter five feet apart because we're not gay. <laughs> <laughs> I 
walks up, both of their starfighters only <clears throat> see one person, so someone's definitely in the other person's lap. Yep. <laughs> okay, but 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 which is it, Meg? Um, because I can definitely say, see it going both ways. Will's in Nath lap. This no, Nath's lap. Nath is Nath is in Will's lap because Will's the better pilot. <laughs> yeah, Will refuses to. Will, Will refuses to ride in that Y wing with it. And the Y wing would break down. For her. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, so after Will leaves, Nath decides that he will use whatever intelligence uh, pull he can to find out about Children of the Empty Sun so he can talk to Chess if she returns. <clears throat> Chess stays out of her cockpit at a system devoid of anything. The total darkness reminds her of floating, dying in Cerberon, and she great. barely holds in a panic attack, which is great. It's fine. She's not who among us? So fine. Yeah, who among us? We're all feeling really fine right We're all now. Great. Everybody is doing so good. Everyone's Just, doing great. Yeah, when like I think of Star Wars characters feelings. that are similar to how I'm feeling, Chess the Chaddock definitely is top of mind. That's bad, Danny. <laughs> oh, we're all having a bad time here. <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> no, the answer's no. Look, it's not a cult, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> That's reassuring for sure yeah. everyone tells me it's a quote-unquote star wars podcast <laughs> it's us we're yeah. the cult shit people in cults say it's not a cult i swear <laughs> that is absolutely shit like, people in cults say. i get the optics i see it i but... get the optics <laughs> I understand why they would think that, but right, it's yeah. because of all the get why we do. We all we all I, know we understand. I get why everyone is calling it a cult, but it's not a cult. It's not a cult. I promise. It's not a cult. <laughs> Kairos suggests that they should move on because there's nothing here. She'd recorded Quas' trajectory when she jumped, and Chess had plugged the Victor's Victor into her Nevercomp and calculated everything out to twenty thousand light years along the path of Quell. They just got to check every single system. She suggests splitting up, but Kairos says, no, you never split the party. This is the hunt. Chess ignores Letage's voice in her head and tells Kairos to just pick a star and that's where they'll go. Flying with Kairos is all right, actually, because she's not chatty. I would absolutely be down for a road trip with Kairos. Yeah, me too. Oh my god. I mean, obviously I would be. I feel feel like Kairos would say nothing for hours on end. And then, like the the Star Wars equivalent of three AM, she just says some really weird shit. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. some weird shit. You're hunting. We are yeah. hunting. meat. <laughs> meat, 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 meat. Someone hovering. You just over be like you driving with her, and then she out nowhere. She'd be like three in the morning. Just... Meat. <laughs> it's time to hunt. <laughs> Rise, meat. <laughs> no, you just be driving with her through like a fucking forest, like long ass forest road and she'd just like turn you and be like wrong road <laughs> and you'd be like oh okay <laughs> i bet kairos so would have been sorry. really good on the oregon trail did you just say oregon <laughs> yeah that's cute you know the old computer game yeah oregon trail yeah. oregon trail you died of dysentery meg meg i'm so sorry but everyone who's not from the pacific northwest says oregon <laughs> I, I know it. oh were no, you calling it how like, to pronounce the state's name yeah yes. oh yeah meg and i saw what i saw what you were doing but literally like 90 percent of the country wait says how oregon. do you say it meg oregon 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 it's oregon here too isn't that what i said oregon it, it's like it's like the musical you said oregon oregon Oregon. Oh. It's like the musical instrument, but with like a little extra uh in the middle. Oregon. 
Oregon. Oh yeah, that Oregon. Yeah. Oregon. Like what the guy at the church plays. But yeah. with a little, yeah. a little extra possessed. There's like a little, a little something. The there's like a uh yeah. in the middle. Or yeah. a yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chess asks Kairos what she wants to do when they find Quell, and she simply replies, Judge. <laughs> the days yeah, yeah the days enormous <laughs> mood. We all know a person. Yeah. <laughs> we I all know she's more like judge. Because she doesn't really talk well. Yeah. Uh, the Indies okay. is under Mean girls, but replace Regina George with Kairos. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch the hell out of that. The Indies is under heavy fire from the ground to air defenses on Chidawa, though they are just out of the atmosphere enough to not get vaporized. They're in kind of like a weird little, uh, little knife edge between um, the the particle shit outside the rings and then the actual atmosphere of Chidawa, where they the the. Oh, defenses are. That's the word I want. Um, Madrigast is... Thank you. I forgot words I was trying to say there. Madrigast is lurking on the far side of the planet, regrouping, and Sindula's fleet is waiting outside the rings for her moment to strike. The situation is delicate, to say the least. Brooch, who Google is so determined to autocorrect to Brooch every time, it's so annoying, (laughs) (laughs) gives him a summary of fighter flybys, looking... It looks like everything is pretty much as it appears. Soren gives the order to proceed as planned, except he tells Bruce that he wants him giving orders from the Yadis with him. He can't have him distracted or killed in this operation. About leaving his pilots and watching from afar, Soren says, for what it's worth, it will never cease being difficult. He can't tell Bruce why he let Quell take Gila Brepton, Bre- Brepton <laughs> on a mission he likewise can't explain. He can't tell anyone why it might be more vital than Cinder or anything else they might do here. Um, he also, nope. He also can't explain the message that Quell had failed to jam, suggesting that Quell had lied about her ties to the Republic. What? <laughs> Learning that Quell had been close enough to the B-Wing pilot to have her yelling over the comms like that is not a good sign. Oh boy. Looks like somebody <laughs> knows. Soren Keys maybe isn't quite as much of a dummy as we painted him for. Yeah. He's like, he's like, well, yeah, yeah. Maybe she'd given some intelligence to Hera and stuff they wouldn't know of her. And then he's like, oh, on the other hand, that pilot seemed really personally mad at her. <laughs> <clears throat> he wonders if she'd been a Pandem Nye or Cerberon. Bruh. <laughs> On the Cronus, he had ordered her defection. He had no right to be dismayed if she followed through. Nope! <clears throat> Fuck that guy. He, yeah. <laughs> At least he's, he's right. Aware. He has no right to be dismayed here. No. None. The only thing that matters right now is where Quell stands. She's come. She'd come back once and he's given her a task that he thinks she cares about. She may well return again. All he can do is have faith in his people and hope that Quell will choose to save Shadowwing and the Empire instead of destroying them all. Ugh, I feel like that's not gonna happen. I really didn't know how to feel about that part. Like, about what part? About Key's just, this kind of Key's monologue about, like, mm. kind of doubting Quell, but then being like, oh, maybe she'll come back. And, like, it's just, it's just such a weird relationship that they have now and what yeah. he's trying to do with Shadowwing. And it's, it's very just, complex. It made me feel just really like, I don't know. Get back to everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Soren, his like progression through this book is just constantly me just being like, oh. It's weird. It's mm, it's weird. Dude's a weird path. He's a weird dude. I don't think he really had any other path to go down except for a weird one at this point. But yeah, yeah. Don't love it. Um, chapter 10 Elimination of Inconvenient Variables. Mm-mm. Mm. which don't. is true i don't like it 
<laughs> Inside, away from the ever-present stinking sleet, the ex-imperial workforce seems healthy but cowed. Um, a, a hook, a hulk, uh, who we have seen previously in this book, yes. not the same hulk, but the same species, rushes up to them at some point, desperately asking for work or transport after failing to fix his own ship. Fra Raider nearly shoots him, but Miro talks her down, suggesting a cheap and easy fix to the hook's ship to help him out. I think I said that differently every single time. <laughs> Quell well, mostly watches. <laughs> yeah, Quell mostly watches the droids. She's just finished consulting a directory of outpost services when they see an astromech shocking and berating a human worker. Candine wants to intervene, but Quell gives him a look and he bemoans the state of the galaxy. They talk about the morality of the New Republic and how things have fallen since the Empire. Oh, is now this, gone. this reeks of like white people complaining about how mm. it's so hard to be a white person in 2021 energy. Right. Like, and Miro, it's like people complaining about like affirmative action. Yeah, yeah, they're, exactly. To be fair, the affirmative like, action here just... is that the droid is shocking this guy. Yeah, but like. Yeah, but bemoaning yeah, yeah. that it's therefore a, a galaxy wide structural issue yeah, and yeah, not right, just like exactly. a single instance that they're witnessing right And here. that like the droids. <laughs> have never been experienced anything that would make them hate humans. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, mm. um, they talk about, nope. Mero says that maybe this is just what liberation actually looks like. And he says, we treated these droids like tools at best. At worst, we took out our frustrations on them, scraped them and blamed them for our failures. Free from our control, naturally they would lash out at anyone who looks like us. And Mero's right. Once again, I am liking this guy. Miro has actually paid attention during my DEI Alley's training course. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, he is just totally stuck with Shadow Wing at this point. If he tries to think that, will just kill him. <laughs> like, this guy is kind of like resigned to where he is at this point, but he's like, yeah, I can see had, what's actually happening in the galaxy. He has tenure, so he's not going to give it up till yeah. he retires, but like, he yeah, knows. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, his like, retirement's going to be his death, and he knows. He's like the one family member that tries to talk to their racist family at the Thanksgiving table because he like gets it, you know? Yeah, but then yeah. it's just like, Oh, we just all started fighting and no one's mind changed. All right. Yep. <laughs> the same, Quell... time, same place next year, y'all. Yep. <laughs> yep. Quell tells them all to stop philosophizing. Repton and I love that name. And Miro are to find them lodgings. Rick and Candine are with her and Rado will watch their backs from a distance. Keys has given Keys had given her the name of a contact before she'd left. He'd said someone he trusts believes the droid can help them. They reach a heavy metal door with a speaker from which a droid asks if they're here for neural implants or total conversion, which, ah, <laughs> neither of those things. I was like, oh, this is, this is going to be a SAF chapter right here. Yeah. <laughs> this is, I do like this whole thing. Like this, this is cool. Thank oh, you for so giving me yeah. more droid stuff. <laughs> Quell says that they've got a data reclamation job and the droid lets only Quell in. Kandine and Richton have to stay behind. Thank God, to be honest, because she doesn't know what she'd have to do if she had to bring those two in with her. Because why? She wonders why bring Candine with her here. This seems like a bad idea. Do I? Am I sabotaging myself? Why did I bring this guy with me? Yes, you are. Which, yep. Quell the sabotage. Those two words have never been used in the same sentence before. What? At least she's self-aware. You know, she's completely emotionally mature. She's in touch with everything going on in her brain. I don't know why she would ever think that she self-sabotages herself. You said a lot of <laughs> words that definitely don't go together. <laughs> <laughs> the droid called the surgeon shows itself and asks if this is a referral from the Hodge, who Keys had worked for back when he was Devon in the first book. 
Loves the, loves the connection to one of the interludes from book one. Loves that there's a droid sticking his head up from behind a curtain and referring to itself as the surgeon. What the <laughs> yeah. frick is happening here? <laughs> Great. I love oh, this. I don't want it. It's the start of a horror film. Is what yeah. It really is. It really is. Like, this would be a great place for a horror novel to take place. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Star Wars, if you wanted me to write a horror novel. <laughs> um, <laughs> she thinks about G6L and Ito and says, I've had friends, droid friends. No, Quell. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no you did not, not just say that. Well, I don't believe you, you really look, did. <laughs> well, okay, look. She said that and I started crying, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> Sorry, it's okay I mean, because some of my best friends are droids. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's, that's really that's, that's not what she's doing. doing. That's really not what I she's know, doing. I know it's just though. the way it read. Yeah. It's just it's like very so, funny. Yeah. I had such a like impulsive like gut reaction yeah. when I read this. Yeah. No, my gut reaction was like, oh, my friends have died. <laughs> uh, she chucks her duffel over and says that she needs specific data. No repairs under any circumstances. Do not repair this thing. The surgeon says it has only a passing interest in droid solidarity. <laughs> okay, is she? I skipped something here. I, I skipped the whole thing about it saying that those droids weren't her friends. Cause like, shut the fuck up. They were her friends. <laughs> they were her friends. You don't have any interest in droid solidarity. You could shut up. Um, it tells her to come back late tomorrow morning. She asks about payment and it, the surgeon says that they've already, that's already been sorted out and she should speak to Candine about it, which doesn't bode well at all. She storms out and grabs Candine and asks him what the fuck he's done. And it turns out the price was a human servant. So he just pledged himself to one year because man bro what are you doing man this all happens so fast it's just like wait what what wait what like raped in just watching as this happens just like ah what what do i do yeah because again rectin is a baby yeah he's um, like a little he's a little baby duck he's just like ah and candide is gonna do anything for the weird like robot spirit of the emperor and it's just all bad it's all bad including his life bad. pledging his life for one year Mm-mm. I don't love it. He says to her that Operation Cinder takes many forms, and this is just a sacrifice to make for the Emperor. emperor. Oh, like that. <clears throat> Back at the shitty rented apartment, they argue about Candine and what should be done, and all of that. Everyone wants to do different things, and Quell has to stop them and be like, we're in enemy territory, and our mission is crucial. Maybe someday we'll have the luxury of finding our brother, but we do not shy away from sacrifice, which isn't really something that she would say normally, and she thinks it sounds more like Grandma. But the others quiet down and Quell spends some time, I guess, with Farida in the washroom. Um, and she half expects the woman to place her head in the crook of Quell's shoulders and for the two of them to talk and reaffirm their bond. But Rada is just silent and everyone else is having a bad time. <laughs> um, when she returns to the living area, she kind of hovers outside the door and listens to them all fighting with each other about talking i guess about like how everything feels wrong and what's actually happening here and all of that um and Rada feels like it's entirely wrong to be here while they're shouldering the burden over at tadawa like it feels basically all of them are just distressed because it feels wrong being here and not helping their friends at tadawa it is wrong to be there yeah it is you're <laughs> and, right <laughs> yeah um it's the first time since Quell's return that she's witnessed regret over operation cinder from any of them she tries to sleep the next night or that night and struggles because in her mind she only hears the voices of Locke, Chaddock, Tencent, and Kairos. Everybody's got voices in their heads. Yep. Yeah. What a normal time. It's great. It's fine. It's going fine. When the tide goes out, 
Will leads his seven fastest starfighters into the heart of the system for recon. Nobody dies, so it's a success, kind of. They make it back. It's all good. Uh, it's not really sufficient or satisfying, and Will just feels bad about everything because they're just sitting there doing nothing and waiting. <sighs> Hera knows that Shadowwing's up to something. Obviously, a Shadowwing, but what exactly they don't know shadowing is deploying raiders near the satellites closest to the planet so they're probably planning something to do with the rings to destroy jadawa the best plan they've got now is to go strike at the raiders as much as they can during the next low tide will suggests they could just throw everything at them in a frontal assault next low tide he just really wants to save as many people on jadawa as possible and Hera tells him it's not time for desperate measures yet her tone reminds him of runanja the downtime is frustrating for all of the pilots who are very low on patience. Nath finds what mm, wrong way around. Will finds Nath in the galley digging out rations. He's told Hale he's going to cook to keep them occupied in some way, and T5 keeps the shift droids at bay. They talk about their battles and the Imperial pilots they recognize. Still nothing from Blink. Will realizes he's having a hard time and he's trembling, so he leaves Nath to it because he's got something else he wants to do. Will's it turns out that with Blink is becoming a real fixation mm. at this point. Yeah. I'm I'm yeah. I wasn't really nervous about that before. I'm starting to become pretty nervous about Will and Blink now. Yeah. Like God knows where Blink is at this fucking moment because she just ollied out of um right. Troy last we saw her. Like we don't know where the fuck she is. Every I mean, every time we see into Will's head, he's wondering about like he's as fixated on this mm -hmm. as Chas is on her cult right now I feel like yeah it's not great he's just he's found something to fixate on and that's, that's what he's got apparently <clears throat> it turns out that something is sitting in open comm well there's only really one open comm right now because everyone's forced to use it um, to the 204th he's obviously not asking for permission to do this he just wants to talk to them so they can get to know each other better so he picks a name at random from the list that Quell had given them Duchess <laughs> Mm -hmm. Chiroi and he starts talking to them telling them about Polinius and more he never gets a response I miss my friends he said at one point I'm sure you miss yours when he said all he can to Chiroi he moves on to Bansu Row two hours later he realizes he's late to a I scrolled down too far he's late to a briefing and promises he'll be back later when he leaves the comm room, he finds a bunch of pilots and crew sitting outside, a portable transmitter between Avrimus lakes. Vital rises to take Will's place. Those bastards don't deserve us, but I'm bored and my dad did gigs like this for a living. You're not hogging all the fun. Nath is listening as he does his thing. I'm going to read this. Oh, this whole sequence is just so this, good. Yeah, I'm reading a lot of the sequence because it's very good. <laughs> Meg is pouting or something. <laughs> <laughs> Meg, I what's going on over there? I just... This... Uh, this whole this whole chapter gave me a lot of like I'm so embarrassed about <laughs> Will, but then yeah. I'm so proud of him too. Yeah, yeah, and it's just a mix like, of both. I think uh, Nat's feeling those same emotions. Yeah, and then just like I did not expect, I really did not expect other people to be on board with this, um, to want to be also talking out there to to the Imperials and to Shadow Wing. Like I thought. I thought like he would get in trouble as soon as he left the comm room. Um, yeah, so, it's, it's a lot. Ugh, it really just, it just hurt my heart a lot. And honestly, yep, two weeks ago, he would have gotten a lot keep... of trouble, but it kind of says yeah. the, the state of like just exhaustion that they're all at. They're just like, actually the radio yeah. show is kind of nice. I want to do that too. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
this whole thing like the all of the books have been building up to this kind of thing happening and it's just like Mm -hmm. it's finally happening will lark just discovered podcasting no you're not allowed to make a podcasting joke yet i haven't gotten to that (laughs) oh no sorry i didn't i'm sorry (laughs) we can play this section backwards so that i don't spoil it (laughs) (laughs) one of wild squadrons yeah we didn't get there yet. One of Wild Squadron's girls was online soon after, fighting through her stutter to express her outrage of the fate of Fidovoy's Fido, end. It was around that point that the Shadow Wing pilots began to talk back. And then now, now I'm making a podcast joke. Oh, it's right. <laughs> um, the conversations go back and forth, and a man seems to be flirting with Ragnall. Vital's a good performer because, oh my God, she's a, she's a podcaster now. <laughs> Vital is a podcaster. Vital, Vital's always had big podcaster energy, so like I'm not surprised. Yeah, um, and then I'm gonna read another bit. I don't expect an answer, but I'll ask the question. Will said, "Why are you doing this? Why not go home? I know it's not that simple, but I'd really like to understand." Nath considered turning off his earpiece. He halted when a gravelly voice replied over the rainfall static. "You really want to know?" "I do," Will said, because of course he did. Nath shook his head. "We haven't. Do I know you? Have we talked before?" We haven't, but I'll give you the truth. I can't go home because it's a conquered land. People like you, who I spent 10 years fighting, occupy Quello now. I've got family there. Family blasted proud of their military connections, who kept an imperial banner in their apartment window. I don't know where they are now. Will offers to see if you can find them, if the man gives him his name, the names, and Nath just takes his earpiece off and like throws it away. He doesn't throw it away, but it kind of feels like it. <clears throat> he finds well, Hera in the hangar. That was a moment. And he- that was that was a moment. This this all of this all of this is just all of this is a moment. Mm. He surprised that Hera is allowing surprised that Hera is allowing this. But hey, Will's getting through to them a little bit, so maybe that's good. He says the man bludgeons you with empathy until you start to like him, which is just the truest description <laughs> of Will ever. <laughs> she asks if he heard De- if she she asks if he heard Danish rave and a shadowing pilot singing the Kundavarian Fall, which was. Yeah, it was, it was, which was the title of a previous chapter in yeah. the song part. <laughs> now Nath and Hera sing a, a little bit of it together and they laugh. This was really cute. I was like, this oh, was they're really just cute. singing a song together. <laughs> they are all so tired. They're yeah. all so tired. Um, I, I, I understand this point of sleep deprivation. This this is kind of what it feels like when your game's about to release. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this, I was talking about this part with dinner and um, when... When Hera thinks that she can just vibe with you, Nath, you're an adult now. <laughs> like, oh, Nath yeah. finally grew up. Nath, yeah, Nath, Nath yeah, is Nath. an adult now. Hera is treating him like an adult. Welcome to the big kids <laughs> yeah. table, Nath. <laughs> she asks him what he's doing in the hangar, and he admits he's feeling he admits he's feeling a touch chaotic, which same brother. Who among us? Who among us? He doesn't like the feeling, and Hera agrees. She tells him that after the war, intelligence will need people, and he'd be the sort of heroic public-facing officer the Elder Kraken will want. Nat's not sure he's keen on that. He asks Hera what she's going to do after the war, and she admits she's hoping to get away from it all. She says, I've got a family. I've got a son who needs me. A homeworld I haven't seen in too long. I've got people I care about. I want to live for them a while, instead of off for the galaxy. Era actually mentioning her son? A son. So many son men- so many Jason mentions. She has one. She just wants to settle down and she even looks joyful when she says it. Chess? You know what's you know what's really sad about that? All That's kind of what like Kanan wanted for her. 
Yeah. And yeah. he wanted it for them. But... And she was like, can't rebellion. Uh, and Kanan was not than us. Kanan was not super keen on that. And then Kanan sacrifices his life for the rebellion. I mean, if, yeah, if they hadn't done it, they the rebellion probably wouldn't have. Well, he really sacrifices his way, life yeah. for her. For her. But yeah. Yeah. But yeah. he that's his whole arc, right? Is he Yeah. He realizes to care that's about than them. Yeah. He cares more about just Hera and his family in the end. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> so on the other side, on the other spectrum, other, other opposite side of the spectrum of good oh, emotions we've got chess having bad emotions um <laughs> dreaming of the children of the empty sun taking over the whole galaxy it's not necessarily a bad dream but it's not the greatest sleeping in a b-wing is uncomfortable and kairos is murmuring something over the comms in a language she can't recognize she's too tired to even ask her to shut up she can't stop thinking about quell they arrive somewhere and kairos insists here just here classic kairos they're in a system with a pale green sun nitalik which we will now recognize they head to the outpost and chess wonders about kairos's state of mind she won't be surprised if kairos just straight up shoots quell on sight judge kairos had said kairos is here to judge i wonder what judgment she will judge guilty oh great (laughs) i mean it's it's kairos so who the fuck knows what she's doing yeah speaking of people um who the fuck knows what they're doing? <laughs> uh, I want to talk a little bit about. I have a Star Wars question, and I want to talk a little bit about the Wikipedia situation. Ugh. Uh, the Wikipedia. That wasn't at you. That's just at the situation. situation. Yeah. Sorry, we yeah. don't have to talk about one, it. One no. week ago, if you said next week's Star Wars question is going to be about the Wikipedia situation, <laughs> I would have said I'm quitting Rogue Podrin. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't want to know what it is, but the fact that we have to talk about a Wikipedia situation. You got to talk about it. Why is there always a situation? There is always a situation. I just, I, so many things have happened over the past seven days. And then this also happened today. Can we just talk about the boat that's stuck in the Suez Canal? Yeah, seriously. At least that's fun. (laughs) But no, Wikipedia's like, this is a good time to be transphobic. No, Yeah, so the context, Wikipedia's having Um, a vote on whether or not to dead name its, like, its editors, uh, like, as in not letting them use their new names, because it says for SEO reasons, it's better have them like that which is absolute bullshit it's just transphobia behind the seo um excuse and also they are now like deleting people who have been like who have decided to edit stuff yeah they're permabanning a lot of people yeah Yeah. um it's stupid from both a business perspective like look you run a site about something that you don't own. Yeah. And you rely on people knowing about this thing and typing it into a computer and being like, oh, I filled filled in the article about this character. And you are now telling all of those people who do this for you. For free. For free about something you don't own. We have no values here. Like that, like that's what they're, that's what they're telling everybody. Like we have no values. It's just um, like being so dead named so is the if worst. You, yeah. It, like it is, if you have is, values, take your knowledge elsewhere is what they're saying, basically. It is like the most gut-wrenching thing to be called by a name that's not yours. Yeah. Mm. And I don't know. It just, yeah. I, 
by name so you decided to leave behind it doesn't it's not you anymore that's why it's it called a dead shit. name because yeah. for all intents and purposes DNA. it's dead it's right, gone like, it's not part of your life anymore from a business decision it doesn't make any sense what they're mm. doing from a being a decent human being perspective it makes even less sense like what what the fuck are they doing <laughs> Yeah, you like know. it doesn't make any sense like even from an seo sense it doesn't make any fucking sense no, at all like this like nobody's looking for your articles based on who writes them they're just looking up topics of star wars like shut the fuck up right the fact that it was even brought to a vote in the first place is it shouldn't gross. have been it's so stupid yeah, like seriously gross. if they i am gonna personally track down those admins and kick their asses it's i mean i just it baffles my mind like yeah they brought it to a vote and then the way they handled the vote is by excluding, like making an exclusive entry to be a part of the vote. But then anyone right. who mentions the vote on any social media gets banned. From the- it's, banned. Like, it's like, are they like, part of me is just like, they've got to be self-sabotaging, right? Like there's no way that they're making this many stupid moves already. Like what is happening here? Right. right. How can you be doing this on purpose? Right. Well, they don't <laughs> exactly. care. Like no one's... <laughs> This how is so let's be, be honest, the people who are probably like let's be honest, how can the people you be who are probably running that this site miserably in front of everybody on right. purpose. Yeah. I, like the people who probably run that site, just given the history of Star Wars fans, probably don't give a shit about trans people. Mm. Of course they don't. I, so fuck them. Yeah, fuck them hugely because they are all yeah, it just it's everything about it is disgusting. Like the fact that they thought about it in the first place, then the fact that it's like we get to vote on it, but then but only qualified people from voting they don't let people post about on social media like it's everything about it is wrong and it's just how how could you do this especially just in everything that's happened in star wars over the last like year like how how could you do this (laughs) yeah when this is very much at the forefront of like things that star wars is getting blasted for and like why would you think that this is a good decision for your business or for your reputation or just in life um because like the sad part is is that like the sad part is when it comes to like issues of like transphobia racism of sexism x y and z like you some people are just will never come around on it right like they're or they're not going to come around on it because they want to be good people they already think that they're fine people and like telling them that they're not being decent is going to do nothing to change their behavior um and like that's a really sad truth of it all but Mm -hmm. like like he's bringing up as a business decision this is fucking stupid it's so stupid it's so stupid and it's just You are it's reliant. like people change people change their names all the time too, outside right. of the context of like your gender identity. Right, like pen like names. me, like I just changed my name because it my old name didn't like like suit the person that I was right. anymore. It just right and like or just complicated family things, right? Because names are so inherently you know delicate in that way that you never like people every name was like not. Or like your parents usually gave you a name at some point and then you had to go in and like decide whether that's the one for you or not. And that could be up to a variety of reasons, right? Like I have a friend who changed her name because like it was really connected to her dad, which she's estranged from. And like, that's, that's it. 
right? And like, she should have the right to be called by that name because that's that's her name now. And like, people shouldn't bring it up to like hurt her and bring up all those things because of like, well, on the off chance, this one person doesn't make it to Wikipedia <laughs> because they mm. Googled the wrong, very specific name. Oh no. Like- That's not how it works, buddy. No, no. It you're, costs like zero dollars to be a good You are a person. website called, take it from a podcast named Rogue Padron. You are a website called Wikipedia. Just stop taking yourself so seriously. Right. <laughs> like you had to, you had to like convene a vote. <laughs> yes. Like I literally can't picture anything other than just like a, a bunch of supervillains gathering around a table, like steepling their fingers. <laughs> I, we had to convene the master council to make this decision about how we're going to list the uh, the names of transgender authors. And then there's Kiati Mundi being like, what about the droid pet attack on the Wookiees? <laughs> and they're like, fuck the Wookiees. <laughs> They're just hiding behind that SEO bullshit to, as an excuse to be transphobic. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, <laughs> as I rage because I play a I play um a barbarian in D and D. It's terrible. I hate it. Um. But yeah. So you know, I know it's going to be hard for some people because like Wikipedia is definitely like was definitely a go to source for a lot of things and yeah, of course um, it was because of right? the people the fans who did it <laughs> like, right because right. again because of the fans who contributed many of them i ran like know, half a dozen star wars trivia nights in the last two months and i would not have been able to write those questions about wikipedia and now i'm right. like if i want to do star wars again i'm gonna have to like figure out some other option because i'm not giving them the clicks no just like, uh te- just text ben <laughs> <You're right. laughs> Ben, can you fact check this information for me? Yeah, it's extremely niche. He'll pull out one of many encyclopedias yeah. and just be like, don't worry. Um, but yeah, the amount of like, times that we podcasted together and he just like turned behind him and grabbed a book off his shelf to fact check something. That's <laughs> oh, good to have nerd friends. I love that about Ben. Um, but like, you know, listeners, you have to make a choice of what's more important is like some rando Star Wars fact or people who have decided to change their names and like don't want to be called by a dead name anymore like i wouldn't I, be surprised if there's fans out there archiving stuff from wikipedia yeah. so that they have an alternative oh, resource yeah so keep an eye out for that the thing like wikipedia they don't own any of it no like, well, it's not theirs it's not their property to be like oh we own this information about obi-wan it's not even no, their like server <laughs> No, yeah, it's a wiki. No, it's a it's wiki. Not. Like, guess, guess look, who also has a wiki? <laughs> yeah, like, look, if Halo can have like three different fucking Wikipedias, like, so can Star Wars. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna go in and remove all the content from every article on Wikipedia. <laughs> um, I, I hate to bring up Blazeball, but um, you. Uh, the Blazeball wikis, the Blazeball Wikipedia she recently changed she, servers. She does not. It is real. It's actually relevant. Bring that up. <laughs> it is relevant. Um, the Blazeball Wiki recently changed servers. Like they moved all of these onto a different thing because they don't want to be on the fandom one anymore. Um, and turns out someone just like after most of that was done, someone just went in and deleted everything. Just that like you can just delete everything from up high if you're that high in it. So hey, if anyone has that power and wants to cause some chaos, just fucking delete it all. <laughs> <laughs> just do it. Now we have to rebuild. There's no page about boobs. <laughs> like... <laughs> I mean, 
listen, sometimes you have to burn things to the ground. It's not worth rebuilding and editing. Like you just mm. gotta, you yeah. just gotta redo it. I'm comfortable saying that I can live my life happily and comfortably without Wikipedia in it. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And it's if you can't, be, like. Not going to be that hard to do. Right. I, if you, like, you got to examine that shit. If you can't, like, if you can't function day to day without this website, like. What? On. What? <laughs> like, yeah. just. No. And I don't want to disparage the fans who have like spent thousands of hours of their lives like building this either because like, like that's that's a true no, thing like there yeah, are fans that's the thing like people who put work into this identity yeah. so it really yeah. sucks for the people who have like been part of committed this and, yeah. editors and things of this site who are now like oh like some of yeah. them may be trans and they're just like oh wow you don't even recognize me as a person right. after yeah. everything I did for you as a website like, and that sucks uh, and it's totally unfair kind of the same way that season two of the fuck mandalorian it. will always have a little bit of a shadow over it for me yeah. even though there are probably tons of wonderful people that worked on it and tons of great you know probably hey. trans people that were yeah. behind the scenes but because of two individuals who were high profile in that season like that's what i'm forever going to associate it with like that sucks mm-hmm. that's not fair. Yep. and they still have only fixed one of those problems they're not fixing the yep. other one we're not going down that road today no, sorry not gonna fix i'm gonna it, kill though. him no. <laughs> I mean, the other one is just jokes. <laughs> the other one really needs to get out. Um, mm-hmm. Really. Yep. But, uh, I yeah. feel like half of you are talking about Rosario Dawson and half of you are talking about Bill Burr. I was talking about Bill Burr. Okay. I forgot about Bill Burr. Everybody needs oh, to get out. Oh, there's three problems. I forgot. Yeah. yeah. There, yeah. There's still two problems to be dealt with. Yeah. There's yeah. still two problems. Oh my, oh my. Yeah. Pedro Pascal, like, I got three problems and two of them are still in my cast of my show. <laughs> right. <laughs> Every day he sends an email. <laughs> Dear George Lucas. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and he would too. He would. Yeah. He I've would. seen his this Instagram. He doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. he He's no the main fucking character. What are they going to do about it? <laughs> Pedro Pascal has never given a single fuck about anything. <laughs> no. So, I mean, anyway, think about, do is put I think his about him. On, but like, like <laughs> When you I look think about that him good and you're that good at acting. Means. Yeah. I think about him asking what poggers means on Twitter every goddamn day. <laughs> this is hot. Or the the one the one response where like um someone had taken a photo of them at like the movie theater and he just responds back with like, I was high as shit, gonna go see Incredibles too. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Relatable. Relatable. Yeah, relatable. Peter, but like, Peter Pascal is relatable. Did you say this? I love him so much. <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh. Before we jump into Shad, this is not Shadowfall. Before we jump into Victory's <laughs> Price. Third time's a charm. Yeah. Here's a quick reminder of your post that I definitely didn't write just six minutes before we started podcasting. If Saf Rogue 7 was a type of butter. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm so done. Yeah. <laughs> We've reached the random Meg opens up a random noun generator and those are the host intros for the week. <laughs> it's, because, it's because I have a thing of peanut butter. <laughs> and I've been thinking about like I've been thinking about peanut peanut butter cups for like three days and I still haven't gotten any. Mm. That's fair. I can't blame you then. Yeah. 
Um, but anyway, if Stafford Seven Postmates use peanut butter cups, like, goddamn, what's the type of butter? She'd be coconut butter because it's just kind of confusing what makes it a butter versus like an oil, and if it's for eating or for beauty. It's just it's it's, it's both. It's it everything. It just it's fine. It, yeah, it's a butter. It's an oil. It just depends on the temperature, which is basically how I am too. Yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, adaptable. Yeah. Confusing and adaptable. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Heath Rogue 3 would be peanut butter because I feel like he probably had a point in his life where he only survived on PB&J sandwiches. You know, somehow I felt that you... Not even the J. I I survived on peanut butter sandwiches. Just dry ass peanut Uh. butter sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking delicious. Heath, you constantly disappoint me with your food choices. I've been hearing that my whole life from lots yeah. of different people. So. <laughs> for many, for many of your mothers. <laughs> Danny Rogue Six will be sunflower seed butter because it's the allergy and more hippie version of peanut butter and deserves more fans. I didn't even know sunflower sunflower seed butter was a thing. Sun, yeah, it's, it's usually just called sun butter, but it's made from sunflower seeds. Sun butter, but it's, it's what like, we use at like summer camps and school yeah, cafeterias because it's nut free. And so oh, you can that make, makes sense. Wow. So you can make like sun butter and jelly sandwiches and like it basically functions and like tastes very close to peanut butter. Huh. Never seen sun butter here before. Define very close. Like what is it? Really you wouldn't like it, Heath. <laughs> like you'd be <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Where's my Jif? Are you wait, are you Jif or Skippy? I'm definitely Jif. Okay. <laughs> I bought Cheesy a new mom. She's Jif. I bought a new jar of Jif this morning, actually, at the grocery store. <laughs> I knew it. Hang on. It. You were out. <laughs> Do you all not have the Jif? Choosy moms. Choosy. Wait. Wait. <laughs> Wait. Jif is a peanut butter? Yeah. yeah. J-I-F. Over here, Jif is a fucking. With the peanut butter. Over here, Jif is a fucking like harsh cleaner that you use for cleaning your body. It's a peanut butter. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't the- know what you're talking about, y'all. I agree with Sav. I put like fucking bleach and jelly on a sandwich and call it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, wow, that's weird. That's yeah. wild. The slogan actually is <laughs> choosy moms, choose <laughs> peanut butter with the jar. He's in the kitchen. <laughs> He's ready. He's always ready to pull out peanut butter. Did you not see this refrigerator <laughs> He's like Ben, but instead of Star Wars encyclopedias, it's really boring food choices. <laughs> hey, I love a good PBJ sandwich. Too. Right, like I at no, least have bougie. Sandwich. I have bougie peanut butter. <laughs> what the fuck? No. You want to have peanut butter ready around you? Holding up a bottle of pure vanilla. Which pure I vanilla. Is, is I was I am. It was snacky. Okay. I've All I have near me is just a bunch of chocolate. I've only I'm... had like a meal and a half today. I was feeling snacky. <laughs> Sorry. Ash Rogue Nine <laughs> would be good old cow's milk butter because they are just the most actually wholesome all American person I know. I had such a moment there of like, you make butter out of cow's milk. <laughs> oh my God, Seth. I've never heard referred to like that. It was very confusing. Seth, <laughs> you're, on, you're on mute till the book discussion. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. I'm, I'm gonna be- <laughs> like, we're following up Seth yelling at us. About. Don't bring up the Brexit thing. <laughs> we're learning. I knew you were gonna bring that up. Tonight. Yeah, that's not going away. <laughs> oh my god, that, that was not so be funny. Brexiting, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Meg, 
rogue leader and i would be clarified butter aka ghee because i'm just the wonderful fat portions and good at cooking yes yeah yeah hello listeners welcome to i always forget what season it is Tweeny. Season 420. Um, <laughs> it's not. It's, it's not, not yet. We already yet. did. Mm-hmm. No, see. No, it's that was season though. 20-4. That's, that's yeah. close. It's, it's yeah. not for a couple mm-hmm. more weeks. It's like two and a half weeks till season four. Oh, I can't wait till, <laughs> till season 420. Anyway, welcome to season 20, mission four, episode 157 of Rogue Padron. Tonight, we will be doing Alexander Freed Shadow Sons Alphabet Squadron <laughs> Victory Price. I nailed it this time. You go um, there. I'm so proud of you. I'm really proud wow, of you. Wow, I can't wait. Chapters <laughs> chapters 9 and 10. I know we told you 9 through 11 last time, but we overestimated. <laughs> <laughs> 11 is a lot longer than I expected. This, this is Rogue Padron. We overestimate and underdeliver. <laughs> This will probably end up being a long enough episode as it is. Yeah. This is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. Rogue 6, standing by. Rogue 7, standing by. Rogue 9, standing by. Rogue 3, standing by. Before we start, I have to go pee. (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) It's too late. We've already started. Tonight, I'm Rogue Padre. No meat, no masters. (laughs) (laughs) But I want the meat. Anyway, um, Candide is the biggest idiot in this whole book, and that's saying something. They podcast now? And move over, Judge Dredd. Judge Kairos is here. My girl. I love Judge Dredd. <laughs> I love Judge Dredd so much. Oof. Oh, we did it. Well, that was a brain fuck. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> there was something about you saying tonight on Rogue Quad, two did hours you, into this recording, that just broke my brain. Yeah. yeah, my brain was just like, ah! <laughs> Guess what? We're doing it all again. <laughs> this time, the right direction. <laughs> oh, God. It'd be so much worse. Uh, well, we did it. We fooled we them all. It. So fool, much April. <laughs> what a what a good prank! Truly, we are the biggest fools. 